Today in Canadian History for June 9th, I'm Mark Affeld. At a speech delivered in Winnipeg on June 9th, 1930, R.B. Bennett, the leader of the Conservative Party, advocated for the protection of trade within the British Empire. This was in contrast to what Bennett saw as the free trade market system of trade that Mackenzie King and the Liberals were advocating. Hmm. The Conservatives, who would eventually go on to win the 1930 election, instituted tariffs on trade outside of the British Empire. R.B. Bennett also attempted to institute a Canadian version of FDR's New Deal. Seems a little left-wing. This is also at the time when people were criticizing Bennett for ignoring the plight of the common man during the Depression. As you can see, it was a very complicated time for politics in Canada, and it didn't quite fit so neatly into the left-right political spectrum. John Boyko, the Dean of History and Social Science at Lakefield School in Ontario, as well as author of Bennett, The Rebel Who Challenged and Changed a Nation, explains. And obviously keep in mind that this is a very contentious left-right issue. And John Boyko authored a biography on Bennett, not Mackenzie King. Well, I found it interesting as I continue to do my research that that it compared to today, what we find is that basically the conservatives and the liberals are both somewhat in the center. The conservatives somewhat more right of center, and the conservatives are the liberals somewhat more left of center, but both in the center. And it was true then as well, but their positions were somewhat uh, switched. And it's almost paradoxical that the conservatives were on the left of the liberals at that time. And a whole lot of it had to do with the two leaders who were in power at the time. Now, neither were uh, bad men. They were both good people doing what they thought was best for the country. They were both intelligent men, but they both looked at the role of government somewhat differently. Uh, The difference between Mackenzie King and Bennett, I would argue, is that Bennett held his uh, ideological principles from when he was a young man throughout his life in all aspects of his public life and public service, both here and then later on in England, where, again, the Tory notion of uh, government playing a positive role in government and the economy needed to be supported by specific policies. Mackenzie King, on the other hand, was much more of a political animal in that he believed what was good for the country needed to be done. I'm not discounting that. But he also had much more uh, prominent in his mind than in Bennett's mind was the notion of what was good politically, what would enable the liberals to gain power, to win power, to augment their power. And he would support policies that were, were more politically popular at the time. Today is a day full of Canadian history. The federal government chose not to intervene in allowing the passengers of the MS St. Louis safe haven on this date back in 1939. The passengers were Jewish refugees who had just fled Nazi-controlled Germany. After being denied entry into the United States, Canada, and Cuba, they were eventually allowed entry into France, Belgium, and the Netherlands, where they then faced the Nazi invasion of Europe during the Second World War. Quebec's Bill 101, which declared French to be the province's only official language, was ruled to be in violation of the Charter of Rights and Freedoms by the Quebec Court of Appeals on this day back in 1983. And as always, we aired this episode of Today in Canadian History. Today in Canadian History is produced by CJSW 90.9 FM. The executive producers are Joe Burma and Mark Affeld. Original music is produced by the Fisk, Fletcher and May Trio. 
Our series is not meant to be a definitive source on our past. Instead, we hope that it sparks a desire to learn more about our unique history. For more information on the series or to recommend an event or moment, check out our website at cjsw.com slash today in Canadian history. And now it's time for your random piece of Canadiana trivia. Ever wonder why there's no apostrophe on Tim Hortons? I mean, it shouldn't be plural. There aren't multiple Tim Hortons. Well, it's because language laws in Canada dictate that if it did have an apostrophe, it wouldn't be grammatically correct in French. So, they removed the apostrophe, and Tim Hortons can keep the same signs all across Canada.